Thanks for listening to the Woodward Podcast Network. Check out more shows by searching for us on Spreaker or wherever you catch your podcasts. The Woodward Podcast Network with Krupka Dental Associates. Hello, this is Dr. John Krupka from Krupka Dental. We now have the Soleil Laser. You can have your fillings done without needles nor drills. We are a full-service dental office and always accepting new patients. To learn more about me and my friendly team, visit KrupkaDental.com. Because, you know, the glove can't catch a football by itself. Unless it's like, you know, it's like a really good glove. Um, Live from the Fast Sign Studio. Welcome back, my friends, to the show that never ends. We're so glad you could attend. Come inside, come inside. It's the show with Leo and Balky. I think I can sum up the show for you with one word. Nothing. By some divine miracle, we were paired up. You got that idiot at the copy shop to lie for it? Did you just call me a freak? Do you have anything else? How about a press cut? For God's sake, just give me the damn number! Lighten up, Francis. Call now at 920-281-1570 or 866-653-1570 if you want to join the program. And I'll tell you something else. This is the show, and we're not going to change it. And now, ladies and gentlemen, let's do this thing. Here they are. It's Leo and Balky. Here they are is right. More of the show with Leo and Balky. Hour two brought to you by Fast Signs of Appleton. You can see all their products at fastsigns.com slash 267. Follow on Facebook and Instagram by searching Fast Signs Appleton. Good. Increase your company's visibility. Reach more customers by adding a new sign for Fast Signs. Cease electronic phone lines, 920-281-1570, or email the show by going to the Scores email inbox at thescorewi.com. Click on email the studio. Hawk's Nest, proud sponsor of our two menu. What's coming up? I'll tell you. The Scores, the show with Leo Bulky, Sports Bar Spotlight, Reality Bus Tour Southwest. We'll give away a couple of more seats. And, and, and it's getting close, folks, to, uh, you know, we're going on Saturday. Five sleeps left. So if you can't get through during work, you can't call, just – message us in some way shape or form we'll get you on the bus we want everyone to go and there there is room left so please uh come with us and and again i mean we told people just to come to tanner's on saturday just show up we'll get you on the bus you can you can do that if you can't if you don't if you don't have time to call that's it's fine no problems we'd love to see you on saturday so we're going to do that in a few minutes uh game day sports bar score poll we're going to jump into that football daily new expectations for the Badgers. I wonder what that could be. And then Wisconsin we'll Radio Network sports director Bill Scott. Got a feeling Bill, Bill's going to be uh, – he'll be at his best today. He's always at his best. What yes. is he not? I think he's really going to be good today. We didn't get to golf on Friday, though. Very disappointed about that. The weather just was not conducive. I said you should have gone to X-Golf. That would have been Yeah, perfect. we could have, but uh, Bill had Bill had a lot of work to do. Marty was uh, tied up, and well, yeah, but you guys were already golfing. Is my point? No, we weren't. We canceled like on Thursday. I understand that, but originally you had planned to go. Yes. So then you just be like, "Hey, that'll guys. be an idea for the next time." All right. Thank you for that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I actually uh, cleaned my carpets, so I was happy I did that. Oh God, yeah. it never ends with you. I like a I like a neat house. I like structure. I like uh, everything's. I do too, in, but in not that place. much. Should see uh, my, you should it. see my office and my bathroom. I don't want to. Yeah, you would You would be appalled. Just be a cesspool of contaminants, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, I mean. I've seen your car. My car's actually in good shape right now. Right now. Yeah. But I, re- uh, I remember the time you 
drove us to Green Bay for the Green and Gold game. <laughs> yeah, it was a little messy that day. That was no. That bueno. was the old car. It was the old car. Maybe somebody has some thoughts on the old car as we go out to the Cease Electronic phone lines and welcome in our caller. You are on the air with Leo and Bulky. Who is this? Hey, it's been a long time. This is P.I. Patrick. P.I. Patrick! Don't you call, like, statewide national shows? I do, but I'm, <laughs> Leo, I'm really ticked off with the way that Wisconsin yeah, and Green Bay played yeah, this weekend. Yeah, off about I had to... I really had to just just give it to – I want to be like Shane Sparks, accountability. Guys, I'm just pissed. I'm pissed off about it. <laughs> there, there he is, man. Yes, P.I. Patrick. The good old days. Yeah. It's just, Go ahead, man. It, it's just – it's mind-boggling when Green Bay or Wisconsin on first down runs the ball and gets like eight, seven yards. Then you pass it twice. What are you doing? You're not playing your strengths. And when it comes to accountability, I'm sick and tired of looking at Aaron Rodgers shaking his head like somebody else is at fault for him not making the throw that he needs to make. It, it's it's he needs to kind of like look himself in the mirror and realize, you know what? I don't have Devontae. I need to realize that. And these guys, these young guys are trying to make plays, but the negativity that he surrounds himself by shaking his head and whining indirectly about his play, and maybe when he gets interviewed, takes more accountability about his lack of play. It's pathetic. That's what that's what you're. Uh, you know, he said something that that he needs to improve his play a tick to to you a know tick. Yeah, that's what he said. I, I'm like a tick. Sly as a fox I, there. I, yeah, right? I, yeah, <laughs> like yeah. What's crafty as a fox? It's got to be a lot more than a tick, man. <laughs> yes. His tick is missing a running back in the flat, but it's overthrowing him by like three yards. Come on, Aaron. That's not on the running back. It's it's a flat route. We have and missed- the offensive line has been badgered. And Elton Jenkins, I don't know what happened in the last couple of years. I know he was hurt last year, but he got blown up yesterday. And I don't see how this dynamic, diverse defense is going to stop the ball. And if we can't throw the ball and we can't stop the running game, I don't see us making the playoffs whatsoever. Two out of the last three weeks, Elton Jenkins has been one of the worst graded uh, right tackles in pro football. And Aaron Rodgers this season, not just in the Jets game, this season has missed you know, rudimentary quarterback throws. Stuff that anybody uh, should be able to make. Like you're saying, stuff out in the flat. You know, just just little timing stuff over the middle he's been off. So uh, I, I don't know. I mean, was the thumb bothering probably? Was it bothering that much that he was that bad? I don't know. I, I'm not really sure what, what to think of that. And thank you for the phone call, uh, P.I. Patrick. We certainly appreciate it. But I, I, I you know, I'm not willing to say that, um, you know, all is lost, you know, and we'll get to the score poll in a second. I'm not willing to say that yet. But I do think that there are some significant problems here, and I don't think you can just pinpoint it at one thing. I don't – now, I'll say this, too, and I was going to lead off the show with this, but I, I, I didn't. Leo, guess how many 
Packers have played six, ga- six games this season. Guess how many teams with losing records they've played? Uh, let's see. The time they played them or? Right now. What, what they are right now. Okay, yeah. so the Bears. And... That's the only one. That's the whole list. That's the only losing there is team. No, there is only one well, losing Tampa's team. Well, Tampa's 500. And there's another 500 team in there somewhere, too. I can't remember who it is. Um, uh, but Minnesota's four and two. The Giants are five. Minnesota's five and one. My Minnesota's five and one. Even worse. Minnesota's five and one. The they Giants go, are. They five go into and the. One. They go into their bye week with a two game lead. It's really three because they right. beat the Packers head to head. Yeah, they're sitting good right now. Five and one for the Vikings. Five and one for the Giants. Four and two for the Jets. Three and three for Tampa. Uh, Bears, whatever. Two and four. One and five. And I'm not sure what they're at. And who's the game? Oh, the Patriots are three and three. That's the other one. Okay. So it's not like they're losing to the. I mean, like we kid ourselves about um uh you know we're gonna roll the jets when they come into lambo well the jets are four and two like they're not a bad team they're better they're a lot better coached yeah. they have a lot more weapons on offense they invested a lot into their defense and it shows um they're a good football team giants by the way just beat the ravens yesterday yeah so i mean i, I think we could stop calling that loss a fluke i think the giants are just a really good team yeah at they, this point in the season they might be but that, that you know and by the way, we, we're all freaking out about Bailey Zappi. Uh, he's looked pretty awesome against three teams now. He's still playing? Yes. <laughs> wow, I thought... Uh, Threw for 300 yards and two touchdowns yesterday. But... In a win. They still need to pick it up on the field. They're not... They're, uh, yeah, I'm not... They're not, not playing I, listen, the way they're capable of. Ex- I totally agree. I'm not, I, I don't want to make this seem like... And, and based on... I'm excusing the Packers. Seven or eight number one picks on defense, and, and you're just... It's the same... Same old problems. Yep. Every First half, week. they were great. Second half, I don't know what happened. They need to start forcing some turnovers. They're, that they're, would not, they're not getting any turnovers. Jair Alexander was awesome yesterday. Yeah, he, he was, he they, was they, all over the Joe field. Joe Barry puts him, up, puts him up, press coverage on Garrett, oh, Wilson, Garrett Wilson. Pretty was, much the whole game, he had one catch. Yeah, one catch for one, eight yards. One GD catch, as Bob Euchre would say. Yeah. Or uh, Harry Doyle would say, I guess. Yes. Um, That's Harry, yes. But, I mean, the, I mean Stokes is... is, is is not playing well, or at least not playing. No, he got to... torched again. A couple of uh, pass plays. Yeah, and that that forty-one yarder to Corey Davis, um, and then uh, you know Campbell and Walker. I mean, it's just they are I, not I really. Uh... I don't think that that Green Bay thought they, these guys were going to struggle as much as they have been in the run game. It's it's not been great. And Agbari got his first sack. That was cool to see. Yeah, that was that was uh, that was good to see. Yeah, uh, Jaron Reed, I thought played really well too. Yeah, except he, for didn't he screw up? Um, he had one mistake, but and but one that wasn't called a horrible non-call when he d- belted that guy out of bounds. Mm-hmm. I don't know how that wasn't a flag, but he got away with one there, big time. Yeah. Oh well, we will. Uh, we'll see how this. Well, plays more out. Packers stuff coming up in hour number two. Here. Yeah. What's what about the, the uh, score polls? I, I didn't hear. Well, fr- yeah. Before Fridays. I before I get to it, I'll just tell you right now: no obstacles, no incidents uh, anywhere on all major highways between Final Act and Green Bay. That's your Hurling Clark Law Firm. Um, traffic update. So the one thing I will mention to you, Leo, right now is you are not on the show on Friday, but I can't have you vote on this poll because it's dated. Okay. The Friday score uh, game day sports bar score poll after a crushing loss to the Giants to the Packers bounced back and beat the Jets on Sunday. Your choices were yes, Green Bay gets it done or no, another loss to New York. Any guesses on how the uh, poll ended up? I'm thinking uh, the poll went, uh, yes, Green Bay gets it done, was, was the probably the most uh, 
percentage? Overwhelmingly. Yeah. Yeah, 86% actually of the score squad thought the Packers were going to beat the Jets. Only 14% thought uh, the Jets were going to win, and 14% was right, was 100% right. Today's game day sports bar score poll, ladies and gentlemen, is, uh, I believe, another Packers-themed one. To scroll through some stuff here to get the uh, the current results. Um, right now, have you given up on the Packers already this season? Your choices are, I'm on to 2023, or no, too much season left. Leo? I think next week we should do this exact same one because I hope we don't have to. If they go out and take care of business and beat the Washington Commanders, yeah, there's way too much season left. But if you lose that game, my goodness, it is going to be Zabe said all it's going to be on then. Yeah, people are going to be jumping up bridges. Zabe said this morning he's like he's like uh he's like uh all they have to do is go 10 and 1 the rest of the way. Boom. You're back to a 13-win season. All is right. Look, we'll give you the Buffalo loss. We're going to lose to Buffalo, but the rest of them, oh, yeah, we're winning. He was uh, the banger rejoin today was uh, the Pointer Sisters. I'm so excited. Yeah. Well, that's Zabe. <laughs> he was great. All right, so your choices, you're saying right now no too much season left? Yeah. Okay. 72% also saying, glad to see there's some sane people on Twitter. 72% of the score squad saying, no, there's too much season left. Then there's 29% of the loonies out there saying that, no, they're already on to 2023, six games into the season. Sports are probably not for you, people. It is a long season. Score email inbox, Kevin checking in. By the way, you can vote on that poll, twitter.com slash thescorewi or thescorewi.com. Kevin checking in on the score email inbox. Uh, the defense, they told us this was a top five defense on paper. Who's they? Were- they? The, the Packers. Packers. The Packers never said that. Well, that's what I'm just reading what he said. I know. No, no one. They're said, the ones that said they were this. top five. And let's face it, they need a receiver, a veteran, not someone who has just been bouncing from team to team. He wants a veteran Ty, receiver. Ty Freifogel. Yeah, Ty Freifogel. New Packer. Well, it's not going to be Robbie Anderson. We know that. It's, Probably. He is unless the Cardinals cut bait. <laughs> Cardinals. He makes his way to Green Bay. Yeah. After after he uh, left, what's Will Ful- Will Fuller doing right Still now? Still out there. Yeah. I wonder what Will Fuller is doing. Yeah. Who's your go-to? Who's wide your go-to <laughs> scrap heap wide receiver? What's your go-to? Is it uh, is it uh, is it Will Fuller? Is yeah, it- I, I know everyone wants. Can uh, they bring back Donald Driver? Everyone wants. He Odell- looked like he was in pretty good shape at that softball game. Everyone wants Odell Beckham Jr. But would the Packers really go there with another knee injury after what they just went through with David Bakhtiari, Elton Jenkins? The guy's not going to play till end of November. I, you know, and they and, need help now, not in November. Yeah, that's that's yeah, and then he's got to get up to speed. I, I don't think that's a wise investment. No, no, not at all. Um, you see Marcus Paff's tweets yesterday? Sure didn't. Sure looks like the old Lynn Dickey uh, uh, era is back in Green Bay. Yeah, I mean, and maybe. people started chiming in with Randy Wright and Rich Campbell, and it was kind of funny. Early Don Mikowski. Yeah, someone brought that up to me yesterday. Mikowski was drafted in 87, but that was, Randy Wright was still playing. And yep. I think I think Mikowski started playing a little bit his rookie year at the end of 87. Then he played a lot more in 88. And then, of course, 89 was his big year where he was second in the MVP voting. He was uh, he was in Appleton, I think, last Monday. Uh, Yeah, you were telling me about that. Was that on air that you were telling me that? You might I have may have. Oh. He, he's been around a couple times. Um, well, let's be that as it may. Um 
I think that the the gist of it is the Packers, like most NFL teams, not named the Buffalo Bills or Philadelphia Eagles, they have some issues to work through. Yeah, right most now. definitely. Uh, and and everybody's tweaking their their roster and tweaking their game plans. Hopefully, Green Bay uh, ends up doing the same thing as they get ready for the Washington Carsonless Commanders yeah. coming up on Sunday in our nation's capital. Is that a three twenty five start? I think it's another noon. Another noon. Wow, back to back noon games. How lucky are we? Yeah. That was kind of nice. Happy birthday, Renee Diff. Who is Renee Diff? Renee Diff is from the Danish Eurodance group Aqua, which went to number one in 1997 with this song called Barbie Girl. Oh, great. Now, was DJ Leo Kuyper Jr. playing this one? No. <laughs> no, he would not have been. This this gets the, the kids hopping, though. Oh, I remember this song back oh, in the high kids. school. It's all about the kids. It is all about the kids. Um, you, get, you get the you have the kids dancing around. It's contagious energy. Yes. Um, but yeah, happy birthday to Renee Diff, who is celebrating birthday number fifty-five today. My wow. God, I can't believe it's fifty-five. Anyway, okay. this is Barbie Girl by Aqua. When the show returns, oh, we're gonna give away two more spots, aren't we? The show, the scores, the show with Leo and Balky, Sports Bar Spotlight, Reality Bus Tour Southwest is looking for people to come on because we have a few spots left. Give us a call right now, 920-281-1570-920-281-1570-866-653-1570. You want a spot for you and a buddy? Uh, you can uh, give us a call right now and we'll get you on. Yeah, we'll take two callers if you want. Anybody that calls gets on right now. Wow. Can you handle that? It's off. Yeah, I mean, maybe. <laughs> okay. We'll see how good bulk he is. Football Daily coming your way next. New expectations for your Badgers. Come jump in, be my friend. Let us do it again. Hit the town, fool around. Let's go party. You can touch. You can play. The show is hitting the road for the Sports Bar Spotlight Reality Bus Tour on Saturday, October 22nd. That's this Saturday. Listen, weekdays during the show from 1 p.m. to 3 p.m. for your chance to win a spot on the Tanner's Bus with Leo and Balky. We'll be making stops at X-Golf, Tanner's West, Stone Toad, Rookies, Riverside, and, of course, Game Day. Be listening for your chance to be part of the show's Sports Bar Spotlight Reality Bus Tour. Details at the uh, available at thescorewi.com. Why is it that every time I speak, you feel the need to speak as well? Honey, I, I just... Why is to- that? I just wanted to Why know. is that? I just Why is that? Why why is that? Hey, it's time for Football Daily. Get your loan from the place that you own. Community First Credit Union together will find a way. New expectations for the Badgers. Just when I thought Jim Leonard would come in and he cleaned everything up that first game like he said he would. They cut down on penalties. They cut down on mistakes. And the sloppy play, well, it all came back uh, this Saturday against Michigan Well, they did State. make some plays. They did. It, it was at least a little bit more of an exciting game than we saw in Green Bay yesterday. It was hmm. exciting. Went into double overtime. But uh, obviously an inopportune fumble by Braylon Allen yeah. cost him that game. Unfortunately, Was that his first fumble of his career? I'm not sure on that, Bulky. I think it was his first one of the season. That could but I don't know if it was the first one of his career. But uh, I'm not going to blame the game on him. I thought the defense uh, did not play well. UW's well, uh, defense I'll tell you was... this. I'll tell you this. Speaking of the defense, I watched the Florida State game after, and you know I'm a Florida State fan, 
I watched Florida State game after the Wisconsin game. It, there has never been a more frustrating Saturday where I go back-to-back of seven hours of football. And my the teams I'm rooting for are literally inches away from getting off the field on third down multiple times, sometimes in a row, and they can't get it done. <laughs> Every single time Michigan State had to make a play, you know what? They, they made, made a play. It. Every single time Clemson had to make a play. I mean, there was one play, and I know this is Florida State, nobody cares, but there's here's a microcosm of the day for both these teams, Wisconsin and Florida State. There was a play where it was like third and four. Clemson had a run. Florida State had two guys pin this running back on a sweep to the sideline, like two yards behind the line of scrimmage, and he like slips and twists his body, and before he gets knocked out of bounds, he vaults himself Fosbury flop style, across the first down marker just inches before he would have been down that was a microcosm this I, I bring this up all the time the line from Friday Night Lights when Billy Bob Thornton says to um Lucas Black in the car where he's like the thing about that you know there's not that much difference between winning and losing and there really isn't and it was totally true of that Badgers game on Saturday because Wisconsin had a bunch of opportunities to make plays they didn't Michigan State did and that's why they won the game and stopped their four game losing streak very unfortunate, yes. But it, it was uh, it was exciting. That's sec- secondary, man. Yeah, they for Wisconsin. They got torched. I that who's the guy that they got in from UCLA? Jay Shaw, second team all big or all Pac twelve last year. I think so. He, I mean, and then oh my God, that uh, Holloman, who Ricardo Holloman, the guy that they kept picking on in the second half, and then he ended up giving away giving up the game winning touchdown. Holman, Leo, help me out here. I'm not. Not sure where you're going with that, but yeah, is it Ricardo Hallman? Is that what it is? Yeah. Is that his name? Ricardo Hallman. I yeah. mean, that guy. If that's who you're talking two, about. Yes, it is. Two different times in the fourth corner, they bombed it up to him, and he was right there, and the guy um, made the play. Jaden Reed. Jaden Reed, yeah, yeah. He snared the game winner. And and then he gives up the other one in overtime, too. And whoever, who was the, the it was Tim Brando and um, uh, who was the other guy? Another guy? I can't remember. Um, who it was? It wasn't Gus Johnson, but he, you know, Badgers not owing to a Tim Brando announcing. <laughs> you should keep some sort of Excel documents. So we can, we know. those darn Fox games. They yeah. get the Badgers every time. Keep them off Fox, please. But uh, but they called it before you know before the, the that last play. He said all the you know they they got the matchup they're looking for up top, and sure enough, touchdown. Unbelievable. Well, it doesn't get any easier. Purdue next this coming Saturday. We'll be watching them on the Leon Bulky Reality Bus Tour. It is homecoming for the Badgers. And it was good luck last year when we watched uh, the Badgers in October. And they give you a hint. And it's a 2.30 kickoff. As to the spread. And this is all you're getting today. You'll be surprised to hear who is favored in that game. Is this game in Madison? Yes. Yeah, it has to be. Badgers have been on the road for for two games. Well, maybe the Badgers aren't favored, huh? Is that what you're trying to tell me? I don't know. We'll That's, find out on Friday's show. I, I think I know when I saw it, I was surprised. Hmm. Well, that's giving me kind of a hint. Now you're making me think. Yeah. Is is it is it helpful at all? It may not even be helpful at all. Well, you you brought it up. <laughs> so yeah. I thought it might be helpful, but now I'm thinking. You know what? There's there's a lot of ways to take that. So I don't know. Greece uh, checking in on the score email inbox. Joe Barry sucks. You could <laughs> say it in a Shane's guys. Joe Barry sucks. <laughs> there you go, Grease. Hopefully that makes you happy. Grease. He, wanted, he wanted it in Sparks' voice. Is that what he wanted? Yeah. <laughs> Joe Barry sucks, but you can say it in the Shane Sparks voice. Right, yeah. LOL. I, I totally, I get it. I get it. <laughs> Guys, I'm just pissed.
I'm pissed off about it. Joe Barry. <laughs> because he sucks. Yes. Yeah, I don't uh, – I, I really – I'm trying to think. You know, I don't follow all the NFL teams as closely as I follow the Packers. But, man, it's hard to remember a team in the NFL that had this much talent on defense that's been performing like this over six games. Hard to remember one, Leo. Well, we'll see what shakeups transpire this week. I know a guy we can ask about it. I know, oh, I Bill know Scott, is, he's crafty as a fox. He'll figure it out. That, that one is crafty as a fox. What are we playing right now, though? Do you recognize this song? This is from, like, the late 90s, early 2000s. Uh, no. This no, is one of the founding members of the Fugees. The Fugees? Remember the Fugees? No. Praz? No. Nope. Um, Lauren Hill? No. Nope. And, of course, this guy, Wyclef Jean. Wyclef Jean. Jean. Jean? The Haitian rapper who, with the Fugees, went to number one in 96 with the uh, Killing Me Softly song, which I believe was a Roberta Flack sample. Killing Me Softly with you. Yeah. Yep. I'm so... A- Lorgy doesn't want me to sing anymore. So All right, so don't. Gonna... Yeah, uh, Jean is a three-time Grammy winner. Uh, he in '98 produced the this album called "The Carnival." This is the song "Gone Till November," which, let's face it, maybe Wisconsin football and the Green Bay Packers uh, offense will be arriving next month. Yeah. But certainly, our hopes and dreams of what could have been a magical year for both those teams are definitely. Falling by the wayside right now. Maybe they'll be back in November. We'll who knows? Who knows? Red Hot Bill Scott from the Wisconsin Radio Network. He will join us when we come back. Then I have a reason to hunt you down. It's only right. It's rapid season. Yeah, you with the loud voice. Posing like the top choice voice. I make the hearse out of your rules Roy. Besides, I got my girl to remember. And I committed that I'll be back in November. Gusman Chevrolet Buick GMC is your source for new and used vehicles. They provide high-quality automobiles of all makes. Loyal customers stay with Gusman for years because of their commitment to customer service and superior selection. Just check it out for yourself, folks. Gusman of Kokona, just off Interstate 41 at the Highway 55 exit in Kokona. All right, Beverly! Now joining us on the Cease Electronic phone lines, our good friend from the Wisconsin Radio Network, Bill Scott. Bill, how's your Monday going? Well, so far so good, Leo. How about you? Excellent, excellent. So sad uh, we didn't get together on Friday for our end-of-the-year golf outing, but uh, the weather dictated that, and we'll certainly uh, be back out in the spring. How does that sound? Yeah, looking forward to it. Awesome. Uh Jets defense, pretty pretty good yesterday. How much credit do you want to give the Jets defense for shutting down the Packers most of the day, or do you want to uh, rip on the Packers offense for just being inept? Well, um, I think the Jets are playing good football, and I thought their defense was really good. Um, I think there is some ineptitude in the Packers offense as well. Um, you know, what percentage I'd give either one. I mean, I'd, I'd lean a little bit more towards the defensive play of the Jets. I think you got to give them uh, some credit. I just don't know that the Packers had a real good game plan. And then subsequently they didn't, uh, they didn't execute their, their plays on, on either side of the ball for that matter. I thought they were good for the most part in the first half defensively. And then, you know, eventually they wear down when the Packers can't stay on the field. Uh, that's part of that. Uh, and then, you know, for all of those people that, um, you know, wanted to anoint Rich Bisaccia and the uh, special teams <laughs> as the next coming, um, I think uh, came to a crashing halt 
um, right then and there. I, and, and that's why I, you know, when you guys ask me about things like these, I always, I always like to hang on a little bit longer because it's easy to jump on a wagon after three weeks and, and somebody plays well because it's been so bad for so long that you want to get excited about good play on, on, on that particular aspect of, of the offense, defense, or special teams. Uh, when in reality, you really need to hang on. Now, they're probably still um, better than what they were, but they certainly hit a bump in the road last week. Bill, I heard from uh, more than a few people that they believe Aaron Rodgers and the Packers just simply quit yesterday. How much do you agree with that sentiment or disagree? I don't be- I don't believe that. Um, I, I, You know, there's certainly I can see how people would, would think that. I think there's a lot of frustration in those types of comments that, you know, when you're, when your team is losing, I think, uh, you know, when you're down by, uh, by double digits, uh, two touchdowns, I think it, it gets much more difficult um, to, to do the, you know, what you want to do. You lose the ability to be balanced on offense um, and you're wearing down defensively. And I, and, and I just think that, um, that's the way things go. I mean, let's face it. There's, you know, the Packers have been doing that to teams for years, and and I know it's uh, it, it wasn't pretty yesterday, and it wasn't pretty the week before, uh, and I know that's frustrating. But I mean, they were thirteen and three, thirteen and three, fourteen and three, and and now all of a sudden Matt Lafleur can't call a game plan. I mean, and and everybody's ripping on the fact that they don't. You know, they don't line the quarterback up under center. Well, they haven't lined him up for the last three years either, and everybody was pretty happy with that. You know, so I, I, I think, you know, you go through, you know, you, I, I'm trying to be the voice of reason here, and, and, I, and it could come back and hit me right and smack dab in the face, but I, I, I don't know that it's ever as, as bad as it seems or as good as it seems, and, and, and I think that, um, you know, fans are fans. They, they, you know, they, they pay the big bucks for the tickets and all that kind of stuff, and, and all the sweatshirts and all the gear, and so they feel they've you know they've got the the right to to go overboard on this type of stuff. I I just don't you know I think they're really really um, young in some spots. I think the injuries to Bakhtiari and to Elton Jenkins on the offensive line um, have, have really taken their toll. They've shifted guys around in, in training camp um, all over the place to try and compensate for. Uh, you know who might play where if and when these guys can't get back to the lineup and and I think there's just a lot of things going on and I, I you know I, I would give it a little bit longer before you turn south on, on, on just as just what you think this team may or not may or may not be able to do it I mean they may not get it back uh, and and they may have to go out and get a uh, get some help a wide receiver before it's all said and done. Um, you know, there's only a couple of weeks to go before the trade deadline, so they may have to have to get some help there. You know, they've got some things to figure out, but you know, they they have played six games. They're nowhere near out of the playoff picture by any stretch of the imagination. And I think that uh, you know, fans should be aware that um, you know we've seen we've seen it this ugly or close to this ugly before, and they have made remarkable second half of the season turnarounds and did some real damage moving forward. So. I mean, you know, give it a, give it a, I, I say give it a little bit of a rest. I, I'm, I, I would be, I don't really care because I, I, I lost the fan in me um, covering this team for so many years. I, I could care less if they, I mean, I don't want them to lose, but 
doesn't matter to me, and it doesn't certainly ruin my day, you know, if they lose a football game. But um, I say shame on the fans for getting, in, in some cases, really ugly with things with the football team, uh, talking about how bad things are and how big a quitters they are and all that kind of stuff. I, I don't. I don't see it, and I think it's just a total overreaction. Amen, Bill. You are preaching to the choir here, totally. Uh, I'm glad that we have one more voice of reason on the airwaves today because it's obviously last week it was rough, and this week it's even rougher. And and I think you you can be realistic and you be positive at the same time. Leo, go ahead. Bill, after watching Aaron Rodgers yesterday, do you think his thumb injury is a little bit more serious than the Packers are making it out to be? Well, um, you know, as, as Matt LaFleur said afterwards, he said, if you talk about that stuff, it sounds like you're whining and making excuses. So um, I don't have to, I, I don't have a, a, a say in the, you know, a, a pony in the race or anything like that. So I, I do think that, he, I, I, you know, I think when he, early on, when he, when he dropped back to pass and the ball slipped out of his hands, um, I think that's a pretty good indicator that he's just not able to grip the ball um, with a with a sore thumb, quite like he normally would, you know. He, I mean, he doesn't make those types of mistakes. You know, he just doesn't do that unless there's something there. And so, I, I do think there was something there. Um, you know. However, I will go back to the first, you know, six games of the season. I don't think he's been on target. Um, uh, you know, a, a decent portion of the time for him, anyway. I mean, I think he's missed open receivers, and he didn't always have that thumb injury. So I don't think that um, he's off to the his best start of his career by any stretch of the imagination. But I do certainly think that that thumb played some sort of a factor in uh, in the way things uh, went yesterday. Talking with Bill Scott, the Wisconsin Radio Network sports director here. Follow him on Twitter at bscottwrn. You know, I understand, Bill. Uh, the the Packers didn't want to run the ball with Aaron Jones. I mean, they gave him nine carries. He only got 19 yards. Obviously, that's not all on him. Offensive line was not good against that de- defensive front. But he only had four targets in the passing game in a game where the Packers were trying to play catch-up, trying to throw the ball to get back in the game. And you know how dangerous he can be in open field. He gets three catches out of those four targets or 25 yards. I know you're not the coach, but why do you think Matt LaFleur and Aaron Rodgers really aren't doing a good job of getting the ball in his hands more, even as a receiver? Yeah, I don't know um, if, you know, I, I wish I knew what percentage of the time that Matt LaFleur called a play and Aaron Rodgers did something different. Because that might be, that you know, that might give us the answer. And I don't know that we're ever going to know that, or at least not anytime soon. Um, I, I think it's, uh, I, I mean, if, if, if LaFleur does indeed want to get the ball to Jones and it's not happening because Aaron Rodgers is changing things, um, and, and Aaron Rodgers is talking after the game about wanting to simplify things in the offense. Um, I'll tell you one thing um, that could simplify things in the offense, and, and that would be to um, have the coach call the plays. I mean, he's the guy that does all the studying all week long and game planning and all that kind of stuff, and not have the quarterback change, ha- have the blanket ability across the board to change whenever he wants to. You know, they uh, the Packers by far and away lead the league and run pass option uh, opportunities. And Rodgers, uh, you know, I, I know that, you know, he, he changes, you know, I mean, he at least has the option to go from one to the other. And, and I know he uses that freedom to be able to do that. How many of them are designated 
ahead of time for the running back um, that that he doesn't see the ball. I I wish I knew. I, I don't. Again, I don't know that we're going to know that. Um, I do know that Lafleur is the head coach, and he's ultimately the one that's responsible for putting his foot down and and needing to get the ball in the hands of, of their top weapon. And I agree with you 100% bulky. I, I do know this. LaFleur did talk about it yesterday in his post-game show that said basically, you know, when you get behind the sticks um, on first down, it does change the way you can call second down and third down. And I'd agree 100% with him on that. And I looked at uh, just a few minutes ago before you guys called, um, I, I looked at, uh, you know, they were – a run for one on uh, to AJ Dillon on the first series on first down. Second second time uh, it was AJ or uh, Aaron Jones for minus five. Third and fourth series they passed on first down. Fifth one uh, Aaron Jones had a twenty two yard run that got called back for holding. Uh, sixth one was their only real positive first down sixth drive of the game. Aaron uh, or AJ uh, Dillon for six yards. Uh, the seventh time they passed on first down, and the, in the eighth time, Aaron Jones ran for one yard. So, uh, you know, his explanation after the game certainly is is true, and and what it, what it points to is that the offensive line uh, didn't do a very good job yesterday. Uh, their their first down plays, and certainly first down runs, were abysmal for the most part, and and that kind of changes the way you can call the game, and 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 you can see why the number of touches. I mean, clearly when you're second and nine, second and eight, second and 12, second and 15, you're probably not going to go. Now, you might throw it to, to Aaron Jones, but you're probably not going to hand the ball to him. And so I think that first half really does explain a lot of why he only had four touches, at least for certain, for you know just three carries. Okay, Bill, so Packers three and three after six games. Do you think the Packers are a good football team that's just playing poorly right now? Or are they a below-average team that is just showing everyone who they really are after these last two losses? Well, at this point in time, based on – I mean, I think six games is enough evidence, and clearly, you know, two of them were against the Giants and Jets, who, who admittedly are playing good football but not great football. Um, you know, the kind of teams that if you're going to call yourself a really good football team, you got to beat them, especially when you're playing them at home. Um, so I, I don't know that I'm going to say this is a bad football team. I think this football team right now is very average, and they're playing below average, or at least the last couple of weeks are playing below average. So uh, th- th- you know that's what I would have for you right now. I think I think they're better. You know, even with the young receivers, I still think they're a better football team than what they're showing, and I think there's time for them to to rebound and and and, and show that to people and prove that to people. But at this time, they're very, very average um, at best and playing the last two or three games, playing below average football. And uh, and that's not going to get it done. I mean, you know, you look at their points, I think it was like 107 points in six games. to 17.8 points per game average. That's not going to – I mean, they're lucky to be 3-3 three and three with that points per game average because that's not a winning average for winning football teams in the NFL. Bill, uh, we're talking to Bill Scott, the Wisconsin Radio Network Sports Director. Bill, the uh, Commanders will host the Green Bay Packers uh, this Sunday. They will not have Carson Wentz, who's going to be out for four to six weeks. Maybe Taylor Heineke, maybe Sam Howell will make his first start. Um, and you could, I'm sure there's plenty of Commanders fans out there uh, saying that the move of Howell or Heineke to the starting quarterback gig is probably an improvement the way that Carson Wentz has been throwing the football. But certainly you would like to think the Packers win this game. Right? 
Yeah, you know, Heineke last year played against the Packers at uh, Lambeau Field, I believe. It was at Lambeau Field. It was, and, yep. um, Yeah, and, and he threw, a, I think he threw for 200-plus and a touchdown and a pick. I thought he played pretty well, you know, given the circumstances. And, you know, he was, uh, you know, he stepped in there. And um, so I, I think that uh, they certainly, I don't know that there's, that it's a step down if Heineke plays this week, given the way Wentz has been playing so far this season. So Washington's not a real good football team. If the Packers can't at least stop the bleeding this Sunday, um, then I'll uh, then I'll change my revision as to calling this an average football team and say this is a bad football team. Um, they uh, you know, they 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 should win this football game, but I thought the same thing against the Giants and Jets the last two weeks too. And um, but it does go it, it does go to show you that uh, the National Football League is a league that supposedly, if the commissioner's formula. Uh, is intact is that bad football teams are supposed to have the opportunity if they're managed properly and and do do well in the draft they're supposed to have the opportunity to recycle and put themselves into a winning football status within three to four years so i i start i think we're starting to see a little bit of the recycling of the 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 teams that have been really good starting to, you know, maybe drop down, they get hit with salary cap issues and, and they're drafting, you know, down lower in the draft. And, and some of these, some of these teams like the jets and the giants, um, you know, even somebody like Jacksonville starting to, you know, when you get the draft, one of college football's top quarterbacks and you hit on those guys um, that all of a sudden you have an opportunity to start to turn the table. I, I think we're starting to see a little bit of that. I, I think we're starting to see that Aaron Rodgers, not, and, and, and in no way do I feel he's washed up, but uh, you see, you can see he's getting old. He doesn't run like he like he used to anymore. He tries to stick in the pocket, and of course that means he's getting hit more. Um, there's uh, you know there's issues with this, with his Packers football team. They try to stay young, but um, you know they uh, David Bakhtiari at left tackle. I mean, I'm already reading stories about Bak- this will be Bakhtiari's last year and the Packers will cut the cord on, on him before next season. So things are always changing, and we're starting to see the top teams kind of dip down a little bit and, uh, and the bottom teams start to make their way upwards. Bill, thanks so much for taking time to join us today. We appreciate it, and we look forward to talking to you again next Monday. Okay, have a good week, guys. There you go, Bill Scott, guests on the score, brought to you by Fleet Farm. Visit fleetfarm.com. Fleet Farm built for real life. Oh, I was going to say Joe Jackson. It's his <laughs> birthday today. <laughs> I got a good one coming up. Oh, you do? I got a good one. Come, we'll come back in with it. All right. Sounds good, back. man. We'll uh, put a bow on this show when we come back. Spice up your life this fall and win free money from Verve, a credit union at 95.3 and 99.1 The Score. Head to thescorewi.com and enter to win a bag filled with cash. The dollar amount changes daily, so check back and enter often. Spice up your life with three free money courtesy of Verve, a credit union, and 95.3 and 99.1 The Score. Wow, what a show. How about this, Leo? This is the great one? Who's the great one? You said, I got a great one when we get back. Oh, this is the great one. Huh.
This is, this is newer stuff. Okay, but I probably don't know it. This came out actually, uh, well, I'll give you some hints here. This, um, oh, I can't. This is from the, you ever hear, hear the movie Eight Mile? Oh, Eminem? This is Eminem. Okay. Marshall Bruce Mathers III, who went to number one in 2000 with The Real Slim Shady and the number one album, the Marshall Mathers LP. This is Lose Yourself, the theme song, basically, from the Eight Mile semi-autobiographical Eight Mile movie starring Marshall Mathers. And guess how old Eminem is today, Leo? Oh, gosh. He's been around for a while, probably about 50. It is the big 5-0 for Marshall Mathers today. Happy 50th birthday. And I might as well take Wrong one, wrong one. Leo was right. Hey, that's better. So happy 50th to Eminem, and I'll play it again. Thanks to Bill Scott. Thanks to Van Fias. We've got Jake Kokorowski talking Badgers tomorrow, Leo. Looking forward to that. Drew and KB coming your way next. Have a great rest of your day, Fox Cities. We will talk tomorrow. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.